The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, through repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid. And though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, all the days of my life, and behold the fair beauty of the Lord, and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle. Yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me, and set me up upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head above my enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee, have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee, seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way because of mine enemies. 
Deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries, for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eighth verse of the fifteenth chapter of the Apocryphal Book of Ecclesiasticus. She is far from arrogance, and liars will never think of her. Praise is unseemly on the lips of a sinner, for it has not been sent from the Lord. For in wisdom must praise be uttered, and the Lord will make it prosper. Do not say, it was the Lord's doing that I fell away, for he does not do what he hates. Do not say, it was he who led me astray, for he has no need of the sinful. The Lord hates all abominations. Such things are not loved by those who fear him. It was he who created humankind in the beginning, and he left them in the power of their own free choice. If you choose, you can keep the commandments, and to act faithfully is a matter of your own choice. He has placed before you fire and water. Stretch out your hand for whichever you choose. Before each person are life and death, and whichever one chooses will be given. For great is the wisdom of the Lord. He is mighty in power and sees everything. His eyes are on those who fear him, and he knows every human action. He has not commanded anyone to be wicked, and he has not given anyone permission to sin. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the third chapter of the Gospel of St. Matthew. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Now John himself was clothed in camel's hair, with a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem, all Judea, and all the region around the Jordan went out to him and were baptized by him in the Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not think to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. 
Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptized you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? But Jesus answered and said to him, Permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. When he had been baptized, Jesus came up immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell, the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit, let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and merciful God, of whose only gift it cometh that thy faithful people do unto thee true and laudable service. Grant, we beseech thee, that we may so faithfully serve thee in this life, that we fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee 
we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, all. We start our lessons tonight in Ecclesiasticus uh, 15, um, which has this, um, you know, kind of this synthesizing passage that ties together a lot of different wisdom strands from the Old Testament. Um, most notably, it centers around this idea that um, the, the, the Lord never sanctions evil, but at the same time, he gives people constantly a choice between life and death um, between um, which is goes all the way back to the Genesis narrative, always gives them this trial of choosing life or death um, and allows them to make the choice um, as this the, the wisdom tradition gives us a, a a kind of building block between the mosaic literature of the Torah and the kind of rabbinical tradition um, that de- that was beginning to develop around Jesus's time um, and there was this you know old pro- rabbinical proverb that was that said that God sets every every person five miles from the good and five miles from the evil, as as a, as though they were sort of cities and destinations to go to, um, and the, and so there's this 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 intersection at which everyone is situated at any time, um, and to walk down the path toward good or walk down the path toward the evil, um, that is where life and death are found, and so there's this critical choice that that is presented before everybody. We can remember, of course, in like the, the, the story of Cain and Abel, how Cain is furious at his brother because of the shame he feels over his sacrifice not being accepted. And God says to Cain, sin even now is crouching at your doorstep. Its desire is for you, but you may overcome it. Um, and there's this, in this moment, we know that Cain does not overcome it. He gives into it and it, produ- and it you know, issues in this, this murder, but that the choice precedes that. And so um, ultimately, the, 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 the story of the history of the world and, then the, and the history of God's people in particular is one of continually choosing, the, choosing death over life and choosing evil over good. And there's this, um, this problem that, that haunts it is that even though we know the thing that we ought to do and know the good um, that God has, has sort of set before us to do, um, we don't do it. We're inclined not to do it. We're inclined into evil. And yet... This is the sort of acquired and and this is the acquired moral inertia of being human that 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 has kind of gathered through the centuries, making it harder and harder. Um, and so there's this kind of descent we can observe in the ability of us to cho- of, of humanity to choose life over death. Um, and the answer to that is the arrival of Christ, um, who comes and who who fulfills all righteousness. He comes as a faithful Israelite in Matthew's telling from Galilee to the Jordan. Um, and even though he does not, he has not acquired any personal sin or guilt to himself through choosing death over life, um, he nevertheless um, enters into solidarity with this, great, with this whole moral battle um, with his comrades, with his brothers in Israel and with, his hum, with humanity in general. And then we'll, in chapter four, that we'll read tomorrow, he'll go out into the wilderness and he'll be tested in every way, um, uh, whether he will choose life or death, whether he will make this choice. And so the temptation narrative comes right on the heels of this meditation. Um, And it ties us back to the collect for the week 
that reminds us that without God, without the assistance of God, we cannot um, prove victorious in the battle ultimately, that we are we are we all possess within us a kind of moral frailty that inclines us um, that gives that 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 makes us susceptible to the gravity of of sin that makes us susceptible to the desires of sin and and so even though we are set we have life and death set before us and even if we might strive toward life um, we find that this this sort of inherited um, gra this inherited frailty makes it. Um, it makes it difficult for us to do it, to uh, to attain it, and makes it impossible for us to attain it. Attain it, and so what we're seeing, you know, figured in Christ here is the the, the coming of the, you know at his baptism, which he submits to obediently, even though he has no sort of sins to repent of. Um, he is nevertheless enjoining himself to the moral struggle, and as the Spirit of God descends on him from the Father. He is empowered by the Spirit of God to go out and win the win the battle, win the battle that no one has won, and to return to Israel across the Jordan again um, as the victorious Israelite who chooses life over death and thus inherits life and a life that he can then bestow upon his brethren. So that's kind of what we're seeing unfold here uh, tonight. So it's a reminder to all of us that without the Spirit of God, we cannot do the good works that God has called us into. And so we pray this evening that, like we just did, that God would not take his Holy Spirit from us, but rather in, keep in giving us the Spirit again would enable us to have victory with his Son in that great battle of life and death. But we'll turn now to our intercession for the evening on page 590, remembering as we do those for whom we are praying. Let us pray. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in this evening. Thanks to Barbara and Aaliyah, my co-leaders tonight. You have a wonderful night. Thank you, Father Hayden. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good evening. Thank you.